And, well, the event is starting. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. We're live! Hello and welcome to the Snapdack Podcast, which is slightly later than usual, but you'll be fine. It's a podcast and we talk about tech, and this week we have Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. How you doing? I don't know why that's become... That's just become my, like, start line. I just start with, how you doing? <laughs> it's almost as if you got the line from somewhere else. I'd, it's what, Where's rather... it even from? I don't actually know. Do, do, you, do you seriously not know? I genuinely don't. I'm disappointed in you. It's from Friends. Oh, wow. I've, I've it, never seen Friends, jo- so that's, uh, that's why I Joey always know. used to say, how you doing? Oh, I remember seeing a gif of that one time. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I've never seen Friends, so... Everyone tunes in for the first, like, ten seconds, then tunes out again after they finding just, that they just, want, they just want to hear the Friends reference. That's all it is. Like, oh, no, yeah, I'm Friends, thinking more of the fact they realised that you didn't realise it was a Friends reference. Oh, that too, so yeah. Just... No, no, this, oh, yeah. I'm too old for this shit. Oh, man. I have had an interesting week, but that's not what we're talking about, because we're talking about the world of tech. So, I don't know why I went from really quiet to really loud there. Sorry about that, guys. I want to ask Paul a question because Paul has a Nexus device and he told me, this isn't in the show notes because it wasn't expected, Um, however, Paul assures me this is going to be a great topic. So Paul, tell me about your newly acquired uh, Oreo. Yes, so around like 7pm on a cold uh rainy friday tuesday night. night tuesday night by any chance was it a game against stoke uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but no Sorry. on uh so oh, friday evening i looked at my phone android 8 update ready to, to download so i was like yes let's download it thinking okay it should be fine to install it now i nearly didn't because i was going out that night um and let's just say it was a massive mistake. I spent most of my Friday night, um, or the time I spent on my phone once the update was done, pressing the force quit button on apps or the uh, just close it now because it's crashed rather than waiting. Yeah. Um, ignoring the send error report button. Um <laughs> And, like so um, many, it, just so many error reports to send. You were like, "There's no point." And the the biggest issues I had was uh, on Friday night because I was using my debit card. Um, I actually at one point wanted to check my banking account. I couldn't even open the app without it just instantly crashing. Um, oh. On Snapchat, the only way I could send a message to people was either by replying to. Um, one of their story pictures, uh, sending a chat via that, yeah, um, or just sending them a picture chat. If I tried sending them a message chat, it would crash as I hit the send button and the message would send. Uh, okay, one... but j- just to interrupt real quick, is that a bad thing or a good thing, if we're all being honest here? <laughs> one way of getting <laughs> you away from Snapchat. Um, <laughs> and actually, at one point, I sent someone a picture reply, and as well as it... at fir- The first time I sent it... It didn't send to them. Instead, useful, it put useful. it on my story. Even more which useful. I didn't even I didn't even find out to, about until well, someone commented on it, and I was like, okay, did I send it to you then? Um, so I thought, okay, so that's where that's why I didn't send to them. 
Um, but one of my friends looked later on in the night when he put a picture on Snapchat, turned out to go on my story. Uh, whoop, whoop. It's... It wasn't a good night. Plus, my phone, usually it crashes or like turns off at about 18% battery. This time, it was about 25%. Um, that, that's it's all about it oh actually that reminds me i was on reddit the other day um apparently the battery issue with a nexus 66p it's very well known um in the u.s at least what they've been doing is they've actually they're actually no longer stocking nexus 6ps so if you have it um if you have it under warranty and you bring it up as an issue with a ne- with the google store they actually replace the 6p with a pixel xl um warranty well unless they do a two-year warranty for some reason they probably do uh but but, because for electronics they tend to be two-year so you might want to get that checked um i have like a month and a bit left uh in that case um because i got it i actually got it around uk release date i think yeah um because i pre-ordered it so i'll I'll see if i can find the reddit post and send it to you but i was scrolling through the android subreddit and they mentioned that it was sort of a very well-known issue, and um, I can't, that's what they're if, doing. If I can actually get replaced with a Pixel, I can't believe I've been putting up with that shitness for about four months now. That Well, they started that this week because they ran out of Nexus stock. Like, that was the reason. I, I would have happily had a new Nexus 6P, to be honest. It was just the fact the phone had been got an old, uh, old and a bit slow anyway, but it was more the fact the battery was just... Yeah. So I would happily have a new Pixel, and that way I don't need to get a new phone for a little while. I'll happily put up with that for six months. I mean, put up with, obviously. You know, that's such a hardship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... um, do, do you want to pivot? Actually, no. So hang on. Carry on with your story. So that was the first day. Uh, yeah. Um, it was... How did it go after that? So funny thing, when it ran out of battery, of course, it... Uh, this phone restarted i could get back onto my banking app Um, i could send messages via snapchat um there has been a couple of crashes since um not like the first night the the first night i'd uh, be just sending someone a message or choosing my music on spotify and i kept having amazon shopping crash hadn't even used it it was obviously been running in the background um so yeah, that was fun. Keep having to press that whilst doing stuff. Um, second day, fine. Once it once it had restarted, um, it seemed to be running okay. Quick question. Um, yeah. Does because uh, st- I know that my Samsung does it, which is why I'm not sure if it's a stock Android feature or not, because it might be something Android put it, uh, Samsung put in. But it's got um, for mine when an app crashes more than once, you can like in a short period of time, it has a button that lets you set it to like ignore the app crash until i restart my yeah. phone like don't tell me about it until i've restarted my phone samsung it, thing i'm guessing is that a samsung thing okay yeah because i feel like that would have been really useful for you that i mean i must have um clicked the um the button on for amazon shopping about 10 15 times that night Ooh, that sometimes about two or three times in within the period of like 10 seconds Bloody but, hell. so the only issue i'm now having it is not an issue of stability, but right. more of an issue of... I, there's a few people on Twitter that I have favourited. Um, Am I so, one of them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally think that. Um, but there's a few people I have on Twitter favourited. I 
don't understand why I keep them favourited, to be honest, some of them. Um, well, but right. I do. And for some reason, I mean, before, before it was quite easy to either just completely block a notification from an app or mean that you get the notification, but it's silent or it uh, yeah. it'll just vibrate or whatever. That was very easy to do. Um, now, whenever I get a tweet from someone on Twitter, I get my text notification sound. Okay. As well as it vibrating, I think, once. Okay. Um, but that text notification sound, I get either two or three times in semi-quick succession. I can't turn it off without just um, completely blocking the notifications from the app. That's really bizarre. Yeah, I can turn off a bunch of notification types from the app. Like, you can actually... Uh, usually, um, I might be, actually be able to show you it. Um, I do actually have a tweet there. Okay, so at the moment I have a tweet from Syndicate if this wants to... It's probably not going to focus. Money, okay, there we go. bezzling, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, tweet, so, I actually tweeted that on the other day. Um, now it brings me up and you probably can't really read it, but it says like um, tweets from people you follow. You can turn that off. Yeah. And that's one out of eight notification categories. I can click on either done or all categories. And then it gives me all of the different ones like direct messages, emergency alerts contacts um security etc um great that you can individually turn them all off um but i can and i can actually turn off the allow notification dot um thing but i can't turn off the sound so if anyone knows a way around this please tell me i don't what happens if you put the phone into vibrate does it still make the sound like, if you make it a system-wide vibrate. I'm actually going to quickly put that down to that and see whether I do. I probably wouldn't notice it, to be honest, anyway. But it's, it's just annoying, because I want my volume on for my other apps. Like, if I get a normal text, and I tend to switch the... Um, make sure the only app that's giving me a text message sound is my actual text messages. Um, yeah. So I don't get confused. So every time my phone makes that sound, I don't get really excited to realise, no, I'm still just as lonely as ever. Yeah. Um, it's like, no, nope, still, still lonely. Still, yeah, still it, lonely. But no, it's just still lonely. a really <laughs> annoying inconvenience. Like, why have you made it harder for me to do this? They, they've added one new and good feature um, to fuck off. Uh, to say fuck off to another one, really. To oh, I, I actually liked being able to quickly go in and change that setting without even going off that page. Um, it's very useful, yeah. but yeah. Just so you know, I dropped you a. Yeah, I, I dropped you the Reddit the, post. The cool thing, um, the one of the things I actually like about this update when I get a notification, um, one, all the notifications are coloured, which is kind of cool, and my mm. Spotify notification is actually coloured to the, uh, to the album cover. That's... Yeah, that was the big, I think Marquez yeah. mentioned, Marquez showed that off. That was I, really I think, cool. Yeah, I think that's been showed off before, but of course it's my first time seeing it, and it does look really cool in person. Awesome. Uh, but now when I get a notification, my screen turns on, and of course I think and this is an AMOLED, so of course you're not wasting battery by having that, which yeah. is quite cool. Um yeah, and so I just see that one notification and I can quickly from there, without even the screen fully turning itself on, like for tweets, I can like it and swipe it off straight away. 
Um, earlier on, I got a text, and you get like Marcus Red or reply, and I could just quickly Marcus Red. Yeah, um, it's quite cool. Um, simple features, but yeah, it's all better than a Friday night, I suppose. So I have a question for you, real quick. I'm just going to deviate because some interesting news has popped up on Twitter that I want to mention passingly. We're not going to dive into this conversation. Um, what would you say are the best over-ear wireless headphones? No, 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 not that you own, like, overall. Like, just in general. Um, In general... Okay, let, let me let me rephrase that question. What do you think the industry thinks is the best over-ear wireless headphones? Anyone that Apple decided to make. <laughs> okay, outside of the Apple fanboys. Do you know what? Because um, it's okay. Let me put it this way: if you look at any tech YouTuber and ask them what their favorite wireless overhead earphones are, what do they all say? <laughs> the ones with Sennheiser, probably. That yeah, Bose. I'll, I'll put you in the right direction. I, I, I was go- I was going to say Bose, then I was like, hmm, a few of the ones I watch prefer Sennheiser, so damn it. So the majority. But it's always one of them two companies. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're, they're, it, it's just it's so obvious that those two make the best headphones. So it's the Bose Quiet Comfort Thirty Fives, right? Those are yeah. generally considered to be the best over ear headphones, but are wireless and have noise cancelling are really great. There's um. <clears throat> There is a version 2 dropping soon, or expected to drop soon, uh, which matters because the QC35 Mark II has, and I'm now going to seamlessly transition. Oh, I just realized I haven't, I never updated the images. Uh, it says a Snappy Deck live stream along the top. <laughs> oh, well, you'll live with it. Um, so we're now going to transition flawlessly into my screen because the QC35 Mark II come with Google Assistant built in. Yeah. What, what, what's your opinion on that? Um, probably slightly gimmicky, um, I'd say. Um, especially considering quite a lot of the people that would own these headphones can just use Google Assistant on their phone, which it will be connected to as well. Yeah, which is... It, it's a really odd addition, right? It, it As I say, it's quite gimmicky, because I think, it, it, in its essence, it's kind of a cool idea. Um, but the same thing, a wireless pair of headphones, or actually headphones in general are a device that you will probably not use without it being connected to a phone, which in this day and age is already got its assistant, whether it's Google Assistant or Siri, or even Hopefully it's any Google Assistant, phone. just generally. Hopefully. Just, just want to yeah. point that out. What, what about Bixby? Oh. So actually, I also want to quickly mention, Mark has had his uh, 5 million subscriber live stream. Yes. Yesterday. I was... just, just want to huge congrats to marquez like like he's ever gonna like he's ever gonna listen to this no but we congratulated him right uh huge huge high five to marquez for hitting five mil subs we 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 talk because we talk about youtube uh tech youtubers on here all the time and uh you know inevitably he's one of them right he's he's brought up yeah um i think he deserves his oh yeah absolutely he's uh he's he's really pushing pushing the envelope and he's he's doing he's making a name for himself. Or I well he's made he has made a name for himself. Let's be honest here. But, <laughs> yeah, that um, was a, that that ship's. He, he's he's pushing it years. further, and that's always great. 
yeah, it's um, great to see some of the tech YouTubers doing so well. Um, yeah, absolutely. I just noticed on the live stream that you conveniently changed the. Uh, yep, just hopped into uh, Photoshop whilst talking about the QC 35s. <laughs> just hopped in and switched those around real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I luckily think it's a quick fix. Really <laughs> well, I think Marcus is a really good guy. Um, he seems, and, like, he's, he's, he seems yeah. like a chill guy. I feel like I should, I should send him an email, invite him on, see what he says. Imagine if he said yes, that'd be an interesting. We, we we could about like a hundred or like ten fifty times our subscriber count in one night oh yeah without a doubt yeah i'd like to say hundred actually a hundred that would take it up to like forty thousand if i'm doing the math right yeah. yes yeah you are so yeah i would, I would say no like let's, okay let, let's yeah. get this straight if marquez came to us and said i want to be on your podcast at no point do i say no there's yeah there's no this, i would there's not a single I, second where I have to think about that. It's weird. I, 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 um, what you'd say yes, even if we lost subscribers. Yeah, no, I definitely would because I feel like it'd be a good conversation regardless. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's. Oh man. I think I think no, like Marcus Brownlee's one of those guys that I think should be really good to chat to, even if it's not on air, even if you got nothing out of it. Yeah, um, no, in the way of like subscribers, viewers, whatever. I just think it's um, he's one of those nice he's, guys. Uh, Syndicate's like another guy. one that I really like to talk to. Yeah, just don't gamble with Syndicate. Huh? Just don't gamble with Syndicate. Yeah, not of those, not those stakes. Um, well, he seems to win. Uh, like a it's a re- it's really there. bizarre, isn't it? It's like he owns the place. Mm. <laughs> oh, they got they got brought down hard on that. Um. That, yeah, uh, that ruling was a couple of weeks ago. I was thinking we might mention it, but we never did that podcast two weeks ago, uh, so yeah, we never brought I, it up. I know he was quite badly implicated in it, but at the same point, I don't, I can't remember how much he was actually in it because uh, I, I mean, I've been following him for years, and I know he's not. Well, he hasn't posted. I, I'm just going to point this out. He hasn't posted a video on his gaming channel in like three months. I feel yeah, like he, that... he does daily vlogs though. Yeah, yeah, no, I I saw that, but like, I feel like in terms of him and gaming, I think that shows <laughs> where that's he, gone. Tweet, uh, not tweets, uh, Twitch a lot, and of course he was the first channel to get to a million on Twitch and two million as well, uh, and I think he's still the top um, followed channel on Twitch, which is, I mean, he, he did get caught up quite a bit by Riot Games when he stopped for a little while. Um, I'm actually going to check this out. Let's do on this. But yeah, no, he does um, actually stream a few times a week. He's oh, does he? Oh, so yeah, he's just cause... moved off from. Yeah, he of course he's been he does the daily vlogs basically no matter what. Yeah. Um, but he um, and of course he doesn't really tend to post on his channel or hasn't for three months, as you say. Um, but what he does do is stream because the. I know what he used to say was that it just became a bit too forced um, doing the daily stuff on Twitch. Uh, sorry, on uh, on YouTube. Um, he's just like he's playing games for the videos and he's not enjoying them anymore. Whereas Twitch, he just gets on, plays 
PUBG or whatever for a few hours at his own convenience in some respects and then he enjoys it a lot more becomes a lot more entertaining for people because he the amount of people he's I mean he's tweeted a few times recently or put on Snapchat a few times recently and stuff that he's had people that have been subscribed for like 40 months it's like ridiculous how sort of long some of the people have been following him uh top 50 followed Twitch streamers uh, yeah, he's still ahead, uh, 2.46, <laughs> and uh, right games are at 2.42. It seems that gamers are mostly transitioning away from YouTube. Is is that a fair assumption to make? I'd Cause, say so, yeah. Because YouTube has really started coming down hard on gamers. They've made it almost impossible. Mm. Um, the Game Theorists made a really good video about it, um, about sort of it was about minecraft specifically and the rise and fall of minecraft on youtube um and how it was all youtube's fault um because it was if you if you watch a video you kind of come to understand um that but yeah it was interesting um i've seen a lot of um i've seen a lot of transition with a bunch of gaming people away or even if they stay on youtube away from the gaming sector i mean uh one of the my favorite uh vloggers um mars bar have you heard of him nope <laughs> watch him he's a really big techie as well um, oh is he, he awesome we should get him on <laughs> he's he's actually um he's quite good friends with sidemen and stuff um oh great we can get we, does that mean we can get tickets to the fight that would be quite cool. Not gonna lie. Press did you, tickets. Did, did yeah, you watch tickets. the uh, Did you watch a press conference the other day? Bits I've seen. Because uh, Tom cool. Tom was watching it. Uh, the mm. mutual friend, just in case you're not sure. Uh, so Tom was watching it, and he uh, sent. And I was sort of in the room with him, so I was kind of looking over his shoulder, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, no, it's kind of a bit like it's a bit much. Bit yeah. much. Yeah. Anyway, back but, onto uh, the tech news. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't actually covered anything from this week so far. <laughs> we're we're half an hour well, into the show. Yeah, we haven't mentioned none it in the show notes anyway. We've technically covered two tech stories. I guess so. Yeah. Um, but... So on the subject of the show notes, hey, hey, um, we did a live stream earlier this week. But you may or may, you probably have seen. Let's be honest here. Uh, if you're here, then you probably saw the live stream of the week, mostly because. That was, you know, there was you... no more important live stream on at that point. No, apparently not. <laughs> not only that, but also um, everyone who, you know, that that stream got more viewers than a standard Snapdeck podcast episode. So you, you probably saw it. Um, it was, it was, a, it was a good. It was an interesting live stream. It lasted way too long. It was two and a half hours. Apple dragged on forever. However, we did get, what was it, five devices out of this whole event? Yeah, five new devices. Yeah. Three of which are phones. <laughs> but we got five devices out of this event. So I think we need, we're need we going to go through and discuss each one individually, I reckon. That's that's the way to do it, I think. I, I want to start small and and work up uh, to the iPhone X. Sorry, the iPhone X. I, um, yeah, I- I'm going to intentionally make that mistake multiple times this episode just to trigger everyone. You're welcome. It's all Apple's fault. Don't look at me. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking skip some of uh, them to a little bit later just in case I need to go. 
there's a chance I may need to go early, so. Uh, no, that's fine. Because um, if you, if you do go, then I'll cover the other two. Okay, so it's easier uh, for you to cover there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because I feel like this one's the one that needs more discussion. <clears throat> so I love how. So if you're on the show notes, uh, you'll see that I actually put a phonetical spelling of how you you say iPhone 10 because <laughs> I felt like it was it was needed with the fact that it's got an X on the end as opposed to the the the, le- the numbers or the word 10. So we'll come back to that one because the first. The first thing Apple announced was the Apple Watch Series 3. Um, should we discuss... Let, let's start with this. So, so Paul, uh, what's your favourite part of the Apple Watch Series 3? Because my favourite part is the new little red dot it has on the side. My favourite part is that I'm not getting one. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, like, it's... I mean, I, I should really edit that last little line in the show note box just make it from 11 font size to about one other oh, six is the easiest you can do without typing it i it's so like you knew they was probably gonna do it they was gonna make it third year in a row where they've updated the apple watch or oh yeah it's, it, an apple watch. It, it was expected that's not that's not in question <laughs> what's in question is who at apple thought it was a good idea I mean, uh, like the uh, the guy I was saying about Mars Bar, he um, he has like Windows PCs. He has his MacBook. He uses both an iPhone and an SA. Right. Um, so he's actually used the Apple Watch since Series One. He didn't get a Series Two because, let's face Basically it, that was same. an incremental update as well. Uh, though he has said um, that he's going to get a Series Three because, I mean, for the people that do still use the Series One. One, what is wrong with you? Why? Uh, yeah, first frankly, of all, why did you get a Series 1? Let's start there. Yeah. Um, but for the people that do, for some reason, use that, um, it could be a good upgrade. Um, if they have the money to buy a Series 1, then I suppose they could afford a Series 3 as well. Um, and it is a big enough update between two series. Is, is, it, though, is, is this... it really? Like, huh? If we're all completely honest here, is it really a big enough upgrade? Um considering what iphone users are used to then yes uh, <laughs> like i i just want to put this out there but my watch is like three years old and there isn't there hasn't been a single moment where i've gone oh i need to i need to upgrade this watch oh yeah uh, like, i want he, a new one because i like new tech but there isn't like there isn't a moment of oh i need a new one well he's actually said that he could kind well he basically doesn't use his apple watch for the what's on it i mean for apple watches is mostly a computer on your wrist it you don't really use it as a watch most of the time he said like most of the time he just uses it as watch because it's so slow now um that he can't do anything else on it it's quicker for him to get his phone out do it on the phone yeah um and i it's... forgot about the planned obsolescence of apple sorry that's that's my ignorance saying in yeah I'm, I'm waiting for it to explode on his wrist to be honest it's a bit, I'm bit much waiting bit for much. the no, I, I really don't want it to, because he's a really nice guy, actually. But I'm just waiting for the vlog titled um, Third Degree Burns. It's <laughs> just... Oddly, oddly specific, Paul, oddly specific. Back out uh, now. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> as it's Series 3 as well, it would fit um, that he wants to oh, get my, Series 3. Oh, so. oh, that is so bad. <laughs> so what I want to mention about this watch, real quick, is that it's more or less the same. right? If, if we're all being completely honest here... Yeah, it's got a slightly faster processor. Uh, they're actually selling it next to the Series One, which is really funny. <laughs> um, 
The Series 1 has been downgraded in price. It's now £250, which only makes it, you know, 50 quid more expensive. It only makes it £50 more expensive than a flagship smartwatch from Huawei that's, like, modern day. You know, and only slightly. LG probably as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, and LG. Um, actually, I yeah, think the LG watch costs cost... about 250 as well. Um, my, my one at the time, I mean, they released ones a few months later, but my Urbane at the time cost about 150 160 Yeah, I paid about that for mine as well. My yeah. Watch um, so yeah, it's... Oh, man. I don't even know what to say to this. But um, what I wanted to point out is that they are essentially the same device, more or less. Like, I'm not sure... Like, they've made it slightly faster. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, they made a slight improvement to get to the 2. Um, and another slight improvement to get to the 3. I think the cellular is literally the only massive improvement. And I don't even... How are they even using the cellular? I didn't actually really care enough to watch so they out. have a, so that's actually interesting because every other smartwatch just puts a sim card in your watch right that's literally it you, you get a sim card you put it in your watch and it works apple uh decided apparently to go with, thought that was too big uh yeah. yeah they thought it was too big because it's not like they already have the biggest smartwatch on the market or anything um <laughs> but they thought that was too big and instead they decided to go for the eSIM approach so it has a fake sim. It has a chip that acts like a sim card, basically. Um, and the only issue with that being that you need carrier support. Uh, and <laughs> the only issue with that being it only works on EE. Um, so not only do you need an E Apple Watch, you also need an E iPhone um, because your actual sim card in your phone has to be EE as well. Um, because what it does, it basically takes a copy of the sim card, essentially. Um, I, I like the idea of taking a copy of your phone sim and it working out like that, but I don't like the idea of being forced to be on EE considering... Pi- I'm on EE at the moment. They're not too bad, but at the same point... It's nice to have uh, the choice. No. It's nice to choose to be on EE. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, if they're going to offer me the best deal like they did with the Nexus 6P via Carphone Warehouse, though, but um, then fine, I'm going to choose EE. They're not like... I just wouldn't choose Vodafone. Just putting that out there. Um, but there's a high chance I'm moving to free. One, because I want to get, um, is it Honor and Huawei? They're a uh, free yep. exclusive. Um, and two, because cheapest good phone I can get. Yeah. And that's oh, what I hate about carrier exclusives. They can charge what they bloody want for it, and EE know it. So I've, I've just been, if, if you're watching the video, I've just been going through all the different Apple Watch pages because they've got they've got a couple different brand integrations because they've got their yeah, Nike version Nike, Hermes. and the, the Hermes edition costs like thirteen hundred pounds. Um, yeah, that's great. Good job Apple for making a. Oh man, can we just point out that they also mentioned that they beat Rolex to be number one watch producer? That's not that hard. Like, if we're yeah. all being completely honest here, one they're Apple. Yeah, like being and... Apple, being Apple automatically puts you at call it ten thousand orders, right? Yeah, ten hundred thousand maybe. Who knows? This is, this is Apple we're talking about, yeah. right? Let, let, let's face it. Anything that Apple produce, they would have to got like literally say this is made out of the skin of their children. Yeah, um, and that would be the only way they wouldn't 
make a decent um, money on it. That's basically the only way. They would really have to um, make a big, big mistake to to not uh, probably profit as well on them. Yeah. Um, Two, Rolex, they make some very expensive watches, but that is what they do. They don't sell bulk order watches. They sell very expensive watches that make up for the fact that they don't sell millions of them a year. And they um, sell, you know, they sell one and it lasts 15, 20 years, right? Yeah, you, plus sometimes. You know, Apple have literally released three series of watches in the last three years. Rolex, and, and have expected people to buy each one. I guarantee you when you buy your two grand Rolex, it lasts you 15 years. Yeah, or even your five, ten grand Rolex. I mean, if you're buying a Rolex, one, you're expecting it to last a decent amount of time. And they probably have some really good warranties on those things. I'm oh, guessing. I hope so. Um, I'm, I'm slightly actually, disappointed uh... if they didn't. Imagine if that thing and... came with a one-year warranty. <laughs> um, during the last two years. So uh, um... it offers a five-year warranty for all new watches. Yep, that's a good starting point. That's and confirms ten year service intervals. Um, okay, so that's I can't be asked to read into this, but yeah. Uh, and uh, I've I've uh, a w- Apple Watch, not an iWatch. Um, yeah, that's uh, it is. I, to be honest, it is basically iWatch. Um, it, I've <laughs> I've heard more people call it the iWatch than an Apple Watch. Actually, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, the uh, the pair watch. <laughs> um but let's face it that's now obsolete the first one's obsolete two years later yeah and yeah. you know that's 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 not a thing that happens in the world of watches yeah uh, i think even um uh lou from unbox therapy he's used the same um watch from i think he's it like g-shock he's got a g-shock yeah got, yeah and i think he's talking had about the same it. one for like five years or something because he, he mentioned it in his latest video, his G-Shock. Yeah, I saw that. I still remember that was one of the first videos of his I saw, him doing a unboxing of that, I think it was. Ah, fair enough. It's like five years ago. So let's Copy. transition from that into something um, all, equally mundane. Um... <laughs> but four times, it's powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they mentioned this. and I, I, I wanted to throw something at the person who's talking i don't know who it was throw an apple tv at them that'll probably freaking oh man it's it's so they released the apple tv 4k which if you ask me is like two years for late too late um because you know you could get a chromecast which supported 4k hdr and it's literally 30 pounds uh just saying oh no sorry that that was the premium it was 40 pounds oh excuse me um fuck my wallet so, uh, Apple have finally caught up on that front. Congrats to you guys. Finally, yeah. Uh, the, but it was, it was great because they were talking about what made it so good. And it was, oh, it was just... So, they mentioned um, the existence of 4K HDR, which is all well and good, and a bunch of 4K content, a bunch of HDR content, which is all well and good. And then they mentioned that <laughs> the 4K version of the Apple TV was four times as powerful 
as the standard Apple TV, and everyone clapped, failing to recognize that it needs to be four times as powerful just to run at the same speed, right? The same relative speed, I should mention, right? Because, yeah. you know, if it's, it's pushing four times as many pixels, so it has to be four times as fast to have the same relative speed. Mm. Well, I, I think... And that's the, that, that concept quite... seemed lost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably not quite that. You probably do get a tiny bit of extra oh, speed no, they, they did. They did say uh, over four times, to be fair to them. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, even if it was exactly four times, it would probably still... Um, actually be a tiny bit faster anyway but still the fact everything that apple said um on on tuesday night um got clapped and that is probably one of the more stupid things that they've clapped at. It, i mean especially with all of the tech geeks there i mean of course you had a lot i, I want to mention something to that and stuff it's uh, can, I, can I mention something? Because I was doing some research. The Steve Jobs Theatre has uh, 1,000 seats. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's, that's fair enough. Uh, Apple, however, mentioned they weren't worried um, about seating arrangements because they actually have a limit to how many press members can be on premises at any given time. That limit being 350. Why? I don't know. It's some arbitrary number, right? Is that a personal limit or a legal limit? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a limit that Apple have imposed. Okay. What that saying. means is, at that event, there were 1,000 people, 650 of which were Apple employees who were told to clap at the end of every line. <laughs> <laughs> How, that, how, ex- that like, explains a lot. Well, yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> uh, over half of the stuff, over more or less double, like more or less two thirds of the people there were Apple employees. I would have loved if the three hundred fifty tech people going through the the watch and sort of the Apple TV just got so pissed off with the amount of clapping. And the lack of reason to clap, uh, that they just decided to all start booing and drown out the clapping. Oh, that'd that, be funny. Seeing how Apple would have dealt with it as well would have been like, yeah, we're not we're not releasing the iPhone now. Nope, nope. Oh, <laughs> they just decide to can it. They're like, and there goes your TV, your uh, iPhone X. Come back next year. Oh, yeah, none of you are invited ever again. <laughs> Now you can only have an updated version of the iPhone SE. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, the iPhone 8 SE. Ooh, that just hurts thinking about it. Would it still have wireless charging though? <laughs> I'm surprised they've actually finally put wireless charging in. Full stop. To be honest, so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we're going to circle back to that in a second. So, um, because I just want to mention this: the Apple TV 4K. Uh, costs a hundred and eighty pounds. I'm surprised it doesn't cost two hundred and eighty nine Apple to be honest. And then the sixty four gigabyte version costs two hundred. Why? That's uh, all I have to c- ask. Compare that to the new Nvidia Shield. That's all I really need to say. It's uh, What's the point. One, How much is the Nvidia Shield? Apple. 
Oh, what? that's that's two hundred eight. That's one hundred ninety quid. To be fair to them, though, um, the uh, the Apple 4K TV thingamadoodly comes with one hundred eighty. Uh, sorry, for thirty-two gigabytes of storage for one hundred eighty. Whereas yeah. the Shield is uh, 190 quid for 16 gigabytes of storage. But this is expandable, isn't it? If I recall correctly. Yeah, the Shield is definitely expandable with micro SD. Even and better. And the thing is, if you compare, if you want to pay that much for a TV box uh, for your TV, I mean, one, why don't you just get a really expensive TV with the smart features built in? Uh, but the more important reason to buy a box like that is for the gaming um yeah the apple tv they put all of these amazing games that you can play on it um but with the crappy little apple tv controller which is just really not good actually for games. Be- before we carry on with that statement i just want to point out if you do go to the apple tv website and then um the one that's linked and then scroll down they do have that steel series one yeah but that's which extra money as well. Yeah, which I will point out that, you know, it's uh, it comes included with the NVIDIA Shield. Whereas yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. I'm actually going to quickly... Does the NVIDIA Shield have HDR? I've got a feeling it does. It may not I'm do. not sure. I'm on the but product page right now. Let me I know it does have 4K. Um, and it's something I've actually looked at before. But, the, of course, the big thing with it the does. NVIDIA Shield... It does. It sets up, yeah. Oh, yeah, 4K HDR. Um the good thing with that, um, the Nvidia Shield over the ten pound cheaper, yeah, bottom um, Apple TV, if you if you've got a Nvidia graphics card, you can stream over the network. You mm. full games using a full controller, yeah. uh, that you haven't had to pay extra for. Um, that is cool. That that's my that that almost tempted me. That in itself almost tempted me into getting an Nvidia GPU for my PC. Yeah. Well, because I've got a 970 in my computer at the moment, um, partially because at the time I bought it, AMD had really not been competing in that price point. Um, yeah. Well, not well enough anyway. So I've got the 970 in there, which supports the game streaming feature. So if I have the money, which I highly doubt I will, but if I do have the money or NVIDIA wants to get in contact and send us uh, NVIDIA Shield TV... Um, I would actually really like that at my new house because I'm going to have a separate bedroom and office in my new house and it's going to be awkward to be able to run a cable to play PC games from my bed. So if I have the video... That's, that's a real first world problem, Paul. Yeah. That's I mean, I real... can use um, Steam in home streaming. It's a real um, first world problem. This is better. The Steam link was like 30 quid at one point as well. Yeah, I think it's back up. That, like that thing was on a massive discount. That, that would actually be quite good, 30 quid for that. Um, it's uh, actually... 28 on eBay, actually, right now. Just saying. It's uh, 40 quid. I'll tell but you yeah, what. They, they, had it, that, they had that thing like ridiculously cheap during the s- summer sales. To be honest, if it goes that price again, uh, like 30-odd quid, I will actually buy it. It's uh, 28 um, on so... eBay, new. So, people watching this, um, if you want to see uh, a review of the the Steam link or the Nvidia Shield, make sure to put the thumbs up. Twenty four pounds. Just found it even cheaper. I might actually go on eBay and buy one. I'm tempted to get one as well now. Damn. 
definitely for my new house though because that's going to be really useful yeah yeah 24 pounds so far let me see if i can i love how we've gone from this serious discussion uh 20 pounds if you want um if you don't mind it being not from a company well, uh, the only thing with it, it only works with Steam games, though, doesn't it? So uh, no, it um, doesn't actually. There's a workaround for it? that. There's a workaround oh. for that because, um, because all it actually does is it all it actually does is project the screen. So what you can do is you can open up your Steam game and then just alt tab out. That's quite useful. So of course I play like you play games or Origin games because yeah. because um, I have FIFA on Origin I have like Watch Dogs Assassin's Creed on Uplay. Yeah, if you so, if you and, open and up a game like Nidhogg or something that's you know really really not draining on system set, on the system and then just alt tab out, you can actually keep... actually you know how you can um, add outside games into your Steam library. That might do it as that well. Works. That's a good point. That might do it. I just want. I want to get one now just to test that out. Do it. Do it for fine. Ain't gonna do it. <clears throat> All right. So what time is it? Oh, we've been going strong. This is a. This is yeah. gonna be a good episode. If you're listening to this and you're still here, you're you're a great person. Congratulations to you. So Paul, we've talked Apple TV. We've talked Apple Watch. What do you think? Of the iPhone Seven S, the Eight, the Eight, not the Seven S. The eight, it's an Eight. It's 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 actually a, an eight. iPhone Eight. <laughs> well, the the thing is, usually between the like the Seven Seven S or like Five Five S, whatever. Yeah. Um, you, it's only the insides that really change. Yeah. Um, that the design doesn't change. Technically, the outside design has changed with the new glass back. Yeah, uh, which they totally haven't stolen from anyone. I mean, why would no? No other company that? in the world does. Yeah, that. it's um... to be fair, they actually technically stole it from themselves because the iPhone four was the first phone to do that. That's true. <laughs> so they they actually used it, got rid of it, and then brought it back again. Ah, uh, Apple. <laughs> oh, good job, Apple. Good job. So, random sidetrack, uh, Steam Link is £40 on Steam. Yeah, if you moment. buy it from Steam, it's really expensive. Yeah, you buy it off eBay. <laughs> so, the iPhone 7S. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you can't really call it anything. Different. It's 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 a difficult one, for me at least, in the sense that it makes zero sense as someone who would, if you were someone who'd be buying a new iPhone. Because there's, like... Why do you buy the? Why do you buy it over a ten, outside of cost? Yeah, and I even think... then, why do you buy it over an iPhone Seven? Yeah, I, I um actually coincidentally the person I was saying earlier on Mars Bar, he, he has actually the other day he spent like two thousand uh, two hundred or something, uh, or I think it may even have been slightly more two thousand three hundred maybe um, on. A iPhone eight and two pluses, I think it was. Um, no, he bought. I he bought two iPhone eight pluses, one to give away um, to the, to his defense, um, right. and the other, which he's already said, he is literally buying the iPhone eight plus. Um, for the month or so until the iPhone X comes out, and then he is going to buy the iPhone X. 
Why? Is my only question to that. Like, I, I well, assume he currently has an iPhone seven, right? Yeah. Why not just he? It's it's literally one month. Well, he said one he wants to feel the phone in his hand and all that without it being strapped to a desk. Um, okay, and all but, that. Okay, and okay, I'll, I'll grant him that one. However, um, yeah, it's, he. It's literally one month, and it feels yeah. nothing like an iPhone ten. Yeah. He, he, but he was like, he, he wants to sort of see how the iPhone eight, uh, eight plus feels, um, uh, which is kind of understandable. Um, uh, but he has said that once he gets the iPhone X, then he's most likely just going to give his iPhone eight plus away as well. So it's like, why don't you just buy one iPhone eight plus and give that, use that for a month, possibly do a review on it. I find it really funny to. if he dropped it. <laughs> If you just shattered that, for, I would laugh so hard. I'm sorry, I just would. Yeah, but all he's got to do is, or even just unbox the phone he's going to give away, um, test it for a couple of hours, whatever, maybe even use it for that one month. You could even then sign it um, if you're giving it away to a fan, and then you wouldn't have had to buy two. I mean, he does have... He is relatively well off, Um uh he at the moment i think he pays his dad rent but he has a really nice house because his dad uh his well, parents were really well off i think they're split up now right um but uh though i know he gets lots of stick over something that isn't true like everyone's always like oh like your parents buy you everything or do your parents buy you everything and it's like no i buy everything for myself because it reminds has... me of our um of our huawei video yeah on a video where they were like yeah but you can't even afford a Samsung. I'm like, but that's the phone I use. That is literally my primary device. You absolute mug. And that's just... Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he definitely seems at times that... Um, a sort of like a more money than sense uh, times. Because uh, between his YouTube money, um, he has a business doing media bits for companies... Uh, networking stuff. Um, he actually runs internet to a bunch of houses near him. Uh, right. Because he has internet to his house through, um, you know, those super long range internet dishes. Yeah. Um, has that. So he, he, yeah, he has the money to do this shit. And I think it's just one of those cases where he's really showing that. And I'm just like, oh, come on, dude. Like, please, no. It's bad enough you use an iPhone, but... <sighs> I'm going to stop there. Just... Just call it a day. Just call it a day. Yeah. Oh, man. But it, so, it's... We... I think the only worthwhile updates on this iPhone, though, um, over the, the 7, of course, a slight improvement in speed. Um, and a slight improvement in battery life. Yeah, but I think the main thing is just the wireless charging. Yeah, wireless and, charging. And uh, what's it with the cameras? I can't even remember. Is it optical in with stabilization they added? They already have it. They already oh, had they already it, had... I should say. What? Yeah. what was the actual thing they added? I can't remember. Apart from wireless charging, there was something else, wasn't there? Uh, for the iPhone 8, I think that's literally it. <sighs> and AR support, but that doesn't count. That, that's software. Very shit, man. It should, uh, but I feel like that's that's a bigger discussion point for the iPhone 10 than it is the iPhone 8. Yeah, so the iPhone come 8. Back to that. Oh, the, I remember what it is because which I'm. If you're watching a stream, I'm going through the Apple website. It's the portraits. It's the uh, it's the portrait mode lighting in the camera. 
You can change Vaguely, the lighting. Of, yeah. You can change the lighting of the image after you take it. What did someone said? What's this? Well, I don't know when that was though. Could be a. Uh, it's been in the past five minutes or something. Hang on, let me let me scroll it down. Chiller tubes up. If you're still here, which you're not. Um... God damn it! God damn it! But yeah, it's it's bizarre. If nothing else, it's this is. Yeah. It, don't get me wrong, and I'm I'm going to say what I say about all of the Apple devices, especially when it comes to the iPhone 10. I'm going to say this: it's not a bad device. It's just way too expensive. Yeah, I think we. I think the entire tech review community agrees on that, right? No, no one is saying that the iPhone is a bad device. Everyone is questioning how much they charge for it. Yeah, I think that there's times when people don't like the iPhone for the device um, because of a couple of features that are not right or whatever, but it's just like any other phone in that respect. Uh, as you say, the the things that are really problematic with it is when it comes to your wallet. It's always costing too much and of course sometimes it is out of features like wireless charging and stuff but as, as i say that could be with any device really um yeah they just need to start or stop expecting people to buy shit because it's apple <sighs> also i just want to uh, i just want to show this because it's actually a year old but i really like it it's it's year off sorry so back in when the iPhone 6 was released, this meme, I'll send you a copy of the image actually just so you have it as well real quick. Hold on. This meme was going around called Dear iPhone 6 Users, the iPhone that was released in the year uh, 2014. Um, 14? Yeah, 14. Uh, it said, Dear iPhone 6 Users, welcome to 2012. And it was listing off all of the iPhone 6 specs uh, yeah, September 2014. This is all of the Nexus 4 specs, right? And I'll, I'll expand this real quick. And it says, you know, the specs are more or less the same. Um, enjoy all this jazz. And then underneath it says, enjoy your, air quotes, new device. In 2016, you guys will love wireless charging, which actually happened in 2017. I just want to point out. <laughs> It's actually a year later than this meme was joking about. Tw- yeah. uh, water resistance, did, which did, did happen... Did they have that last year? What, water resistance? Yeah. Yeah, that was an iPhone 7 thing. Okay. Um, split screen apps, which also actually happened in 2016 uh, with the iPad Pro. <laughs> so this, this actually wasn't too far off. And virtual buttons, which happened in 2017. Uh, yeah, virtual uh, buttons. Kind of. Buttons don't exist anymore on Android. Or... On uh, iOS. Actually, I, I'd say yeah. that happened kind of in 2016, in the sense that uh, the, the home button isn't real on the iPhone 7. But it's still a physical button. I guess, yeah. So it's still there, and they still, of course, have the power button and stuff like that. So, I I, so. I was, I've just been looking at the price of this iPhone 8, uh, which is £700 for the base model. Um, so Paul, if you're spending seven hundred pounds on a phone, I'm going to give you some specs, and I just want—I just want you to tell me, you know, if you feel that seven hundred pounds, this is a spec you should expect, or a spec you shouldn't expect. Okay, are you ready? Diamond encrusted. No, yes. no, 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 no. Okay, let, let's do this. 
So IP67 rating. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It has that. Great. A state in Apple's own words, a state of the art CPU GPU. Yes. Uh, definitely. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. A 12 megapixel rear camera with an f 1.8 aperture and op- optical image stabilization. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. This is a good start. Good start. How how do you feel about having a 750p screen? Yeah, that's that's where you lose a lot of people. Thirteen thirty four by seven fifty. I know it's retina. It's retina. On, like... No, 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 Paul. It's not retina. It's retina, retina HD. HD. Oh, <laughs> it. Okay, I've had this phone for two years now. This wasn't the first phone with quad HD. This has quad HD though. I've, as I say, I've nearly had this for two years now. Uh, so, so fast charging. Yes or no? Oh, that, actually, that's a point they never brought up, apart from the fact that it was mentioned on a slide. Like, it was like one of the... You know how they have those slides with like a bajillion different features? Yeah. One of them was fast charging. It's actually now fast charge capable. Why didn't they say that? That sounds like one of the best tricking things they could actually say. Do you want to know why they didn't about... say it? Why? Because it ships with a standard charger that doesn't fast charge. So if if you want to fast charge, Apple everyone. If you want to fast charge and don't own a iPad for its charger or a MacBook Pro for its charger or any MacBook actually, um, what you have to do is you have to go to your favorite Apple store. You walk in and you pay fifty pounds for their wall socket. And then you pay another thirty pounds for a USB C to lightning cable. And then you walk out with your eighty quid spent for fast charging on your already seven hundred pound phone. <laughs> when uh, let, let's face it, like OnePlus has its own version of uh, fast charging. Which um, is rated as the best which is rated as the best version, fun fact. Yes. Uh there's um, um XDA developers actually did a did a roundup like just yesterday, I think it was, of all the different fast charge technologies and yeah. which one is and best. That- Oh, what's it? Uh, what's it called? Their fast charge dash charge. Um, that's the one. Yeah, of course that's the best one. And the and the cable that comes with it, I think, is the fast charge. So uh, it's it's not the cable. Uh, the cable oh, sorry, itself the plug is itself, fine. It's the plug. It? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think the one that comes with it by default is dash charge capable. Um, yes. Which yeah. at a five hundred pound phone, which is a very good five hundred pound phone, um, which also comes with the dash charge plug. I know, like right? Apple. It's great. But yeah, so if you if you do spend if you do drop eighty quid on equipment that can make it dash charge, um, it is up to fifty percent charge in half an hour, which will last you about three hours. Um, Not bad. <laughs> but oh man, no! If you go by uh, 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 Apple's usage stats, uh, it will actually last you about six. Which really doesn't add no. up to me. And let's face it, if you're spending £80 on a fast charging setup on top of your very expensive phone, um, frankly, I'd expect it to be at 100% in half hour. Not even that. Like, all, they had to do even... bu- all they had to do was bundle a charger. Like It's not that hard to bundle in a slightly more powerful power brick. Yeah, I think you've just... like blown the minds of apple people everywhere 
Oh man. How, how is the like how has this not been thought of before? I don't even. But yeah, and um and I think we mentioned this in passing as well, the fact it also supports wireless charging. Uh which to me is a big deal because my phone is currently wirelessly charging on a stand because I was out all day. And um This is actually something we thought uh, we were speaking about before that we was expected that this would be the year they finally announce it. And that was right. the big and the most yeah the, uh, the thing that I was uh, really glad about and I'm sure same with you as sure same with lots of people uh, was when they said it was using the Qi standard. And uh, hang, so, on, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, they said it was supporting the Qi standard, but not before putting their own their own twist on it. What was the twist they put on it? I Did you not hear about it? No. So it just supports the Qi wireless standard, which is all well and good, or. You can drop, they didn't announce the price, but I'm going to estimate £100 because it's Apple, let's be honest here. Um, or you can drop 100 quid on Apple's own wireless charger that uses air power, which is what I think they called it. And well, air- let, let's face it, we, we knew they was going to drop their own one and probably put a stupid name on it. And so the, that's probably what I'd guess. So just to carry um, on, the, just, so the air power charging plate as they called yeah uses chi supposedly uh but may not be compatible with other devices because it authenticates an apple device right which is what we mentioned apple would probably do right and the reason is if you put like three different devices on the wireless charger all of the devices that are charging like their percentages show up on your phone Is now the, the question I have here is: Is that an issue you have? Have you ever have you ever had to go? I don't want to look at my watch to see how what charged my watch is. I'm just going to look on my phone instead. Yeah, that's. Let's face it. That is one of the more gimmicky things that Apple have done, and they do a lot of gimmicky things. That's one of the more so ones. Um, you can also, uh, you you want to be charging stuff with this, right? So. Uh, it works with the iPhones. It works with the Apple Watch. And if you drop another 50 quid on your already not overpriced AirPods, we promise you can get a wireless charging case for your AirPods. Um, so you put them in the new case and then it'll work on wireless charger as well. Don't, don't get me started on AirPods because they're sold out in a lot of places from what I know. Yep. Uh, and it's they're really, really hard, hard to get. They're still really hard to find from what I'm, oh from what I'm aware. <sighs> and yeah, yeah we're, we're 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 in another situation where oh, and the bezels are massive. Can we point that out as well? I feel like that's we're in a world where yeah. bezels are disappearing. Actually, bring it up um, and the bezel, the, the front end is literally. I guarantee you, the front of these phones are identical to the iPhone six. Probably, yeah. They're probably literally the same. Yeah, it's only literally the back that's changed to the glass. Which yeah, doesn't really look that much difference. That. It, uh, to be fair, it's probably a fingerprint magnet. <laughs> the camera cutout on the 8 as well, on the, the smaller version, looks a bit odd to me. It looks a bit different, a bit weird. I still don't like how they only have the single camera. I know they did last year as well. Yeah, um, I think I, I'll I give them a pass on that one, because if you do a single yeah. camera well, which Apple do, to be fair, if you do that single camera well, then it's fine. Yeah, um, I suppose same... it is the smaller phone, uh, but at the same point, it's just kind of like, you've done it on the big phone, kind of. That's what you do on the smaller phone. 
Yeah, well, to be fair, they are charging a hundred pounds. They're charging a hundred pounds. You know, this is the only company that charges a hundred pounds for a 1080p screen and a second camera. Yep. Anyway, and on that on that note, we're going to transition over to the iPhone 10. Yeah, that's, the only that's... company um, that charges a grand for a phone. <sighs> Sorry, that was, that was, I just wanted to contribute that to the conversation. What's your opinion on the iPhone X? That, that, that is just it. Just... So there was a really interesting. It's linked to my show notes, and um, I can't remember what. I can't go to them right now because I'm currently sharing my screen. Um, I think it was Tech Radar, maybe, or The Verge, or someone like that did an article about yeah, why the Verge. the Verge, about why the iPhone X is a revolution for Android, uh, for Android, for Apple, but no <laughs> one else. It's a revolution for Android. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. It's a revolution for Apple and literally no one else. I the Spinis. I think that that notch because they uh, in this that article, notch article, bugs me majorly. Yeah, I looking at the top the sort of the whole bit of having either side of the notch the uh, the time the battery on the other side with the like the Wi-Fi and stuff. That's a good idea, but then as soon as you turn it to the side, that's no longer displayed there. Instead, you have a notch that uh, pushes part of like on this. There was a picture of a contact list. Uh, the names get pushed to the side. That's um, not what they the actually. Middle. I, I want to mention that's not what they actually do. That was a concept. That was suggested. Yeah, but, but what they that's... actually do is that's just all white space. Yeah, but it, it's kind of like you've got to push it all over there, or you've got to do parts of it. And I, I think um, that personally captures the stupidness. Paul, of I, I hate to, I hate something. to rain on your parade, but if you go to Apple's official documentation, they actually state. That you're supposed to ignore the notch. They said they specifically said, "Do not design around the notch. Pretend it's not there." But how can you when you're watching stuff, for instance, on YouTube, and the notch is just there in the middle of the, or on the side of the display? So I, I assume most people display. won't watch video in full screen anymore. Like that's all I can see happening here. Surely, the issue is they they. This reeks of not fully thought stupidity. out. Yeah, not even stupidity. stupidity, just not even thought out. In the sense that, you know, if you turn a web page sideways and start scrolling through it, the scroll bar gets caught under the notch and just disappears. And if you're watching a YouTube video with your phone in full screen mode, it, you've just got this random notch out of one side. I think everyone would have agreed that it would have been way better if they just filled in that bar and made that slightly thinner and then had another thin bar along the bottom in the same way the S8 does, I think no one would have had an issue with that. See, even if they decided to go for that weird notch out, do it on both sides. Well, that, you yeah, even had, You could have even had a home button or a fingerprint sensor, just a, a more sort of S7-y type one. Yeah. Um, but you could have done that, and at least it's symmetrical which is the most annoying thing out of it. If you're going to have to put it up with it on one side, it's at least be able to put it up with it on the other side too. Yeah, because um, I feel like the moment you put it on both sides, it also means that designing around it is a good idea because yeah. that w- then it's on, like you're guaranteed to have that notch there. Mm. Oh, it's crazy. 
Um, it does have one revolution, though, that kind of doesn't work. Wireless uh, charging? No, no, wireless charging works. Face Sorry, scanning. that's revolutionary for Apple. Face um, scanning. Yes. Um, what were they thinking? Yeah, they, they've sort of said about how the, their face scanning, it properly looks into depth and all that. And I, I think even they did say about um, that they it can tell the difference between an actual face and a very, very good model. Yep. Like, no human could tell the difference, really, yep. uh, without uh, just a luck of a 50-50 draw. Um, which, very good. If it does work that well, then that's quite commendable. Uh, but let's face it, it's... <laughs> let's face it. Yeah, let, let's face it, it's... <sighs> it's not very secure. Um, I don't like the idea of it. If it works very well, then it's not as bad. Um, they're saying it's all revolutionary. Windows have had that for years. Um, I mean, just... Apple frustrate me so much with some of their things. I mean, they make good products, but some of the things they do, some of the things they claim, um, the fact you need to use your face ID... With your Apple Pay, I just scrolled down and saw that. That's yeah, because you have to use it me. with uh, Touch ID as well. Yeah, it's the same, you have the same to, way. The same it's vein. easier to um, press down your fingerprint on something. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, on my, on my phone, I just unlock it with my fingerprint. Now, if I tap the bu- uh, black bar on something, I pay for something automatically. I don't have to worry about unlocking it uh, or like going into the app and using my face to unlock it or any rubbish like that. I frankly think that's a lot of inconvenience at least if you're just using your finger like you could hold it up to the thing it'll come up to press your finger on it that that would be a relatively sensible way to use it uh, having to use your face in that circumstance it's just it's it's not even right it just that also reeks of not fully thought out i guarantee you what they're going to do is the only reason that, you know the only reason they didn't put in touch id is because they couldn't implement it under the screen right it's the same issue that Samsung had with the Note series. Yeah. Um, Samsung just stuck it on the back. Apple decided to go for Face ID instead. I guarantee you they bring it back next year as a feature. Yeah. Well, I, I think um, the ideal way if they wanted to put in Face ID, and actually I would have been more happy about it if it still had Touch ID. I would have thought the Face ID was a really good idea and a really cool idea if it still had Touch ID. Uh, whether that is on the back, on the front, or on the front underneath the screen. I think um, if they would have had both it under the screen and having the face ID, I think that would have been a very revolutionary idea and um, choice. And at, at yeah. that point, I would actually start commending them for their choice of unlocking the phone this for, year. For, be, for, being, uh, uh, for being courageous, would you say? Would you say it took a lot of courage? Or it would have taken a lot of courage? Yeah. <laughs> would it would it be the same amount of courage that it took them to remove the headphone jack from the iPhone Seven? No, that wasn't courage. <laughs> oh, it was. Uh, 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 don't go there. Freaking, what's his face? Uh, uh, I've forgotten his name all of a sudden. Oh damn! I knew it like thirty seconds ago because I was just about I was about to say his name. Craig Federighi. Craig Federighi came out last year and said it. It took a lot of courage to remove that headphone jack. It was all courage, all of it, one hundred percent courage. 
But yeah, again, I think this is a situation where it's not a bad device. It's just an expensive device. And at £1,000 for the base model, it's a little bit expensive. In fact, if you want to get an iPhone X, uh, which doesn't come out until uh, the 27th of October anyway, for pre-order, and then a week later for actual purchases, uh, which is the first Friday of November... um, if you just want the device financed for two years, so not even, you know, not even a phone contract. This is just device financing. It's forty-eight pounds a month for just the yeah. device. For for that, I'd expect a top of the range device and a top of the range contract deal, uh, whether that's like five, ten plus gig of data and unlimited everything else. And that's the base um, model as well. I just want to point. Yeah, that, out. that I, I, uh, man, but. I I actually read a really interesting article uh, the other day, and actually, because I'm going to go in a minute, I want to quickly uh, discuss. I this. think I think um, we should wrap this up quite quickly because we have hit about two a mi- two, an hour and ten minutes. So I think okay. what we'll do is we'll cover your thing really quickly. Yeah. Quickly mention the Google event, and then just call it a show there. I'll, I'll quickly mention this, uh, then I'll probably nip off and let you. Okay then. Google. Um. So I actually read an article that explain or went through the costs of uh, an iphone 10 in europe um right. compared to america and how there is a cheap sort of budget airline um in europe. oh yeah they um, mentioned it's literally cheaper to fly to yeah and you get and that includes two nights um, of an airbnb stay in uh, in new york i think it was um, or nearby yeah uh so you can literally have um a few days holiday in America um, and get an iPhone for cheaper than you can just buy an iPhone X here. Uh, it's more of a case in, in the rest of Europe. Um, it's slightly more expensive than it is in England. Uh, and they even said that if you actually get a, I think it was a six hour bus ride, which costs like $30, $40, um, you would actually knock off a bit of more of the price because the American price doesn't include tax. Yeah. Uh, because, of course, each state has different tax laws. And in New York, you would pay, I think it's like a hundred and I think it's about one hundred and ten dollars or something of tax. Right. Um, or something like that. And about even 10%. at that point. Yeah, I think at that point it would be about equal to what you've paid over here. Um, if you or tiny bit more. Right. Um, if you got this six hour well, bus hang ride, on. just to mention this, that's a tiny bit more, including two flights and yeah. a stay. Like <laughs> exactly. Uh, but if you got like uh, this, like six hour bus ride to another state which had zero percent sales tax, uh, the money that you actually spent on the bus ride um, would have still saved you like fifty, sixty dollars at yeah. least. Um, so once again you would be back in the clear um and i just think (sighs) it is stupid that this is possible it's just ridiculous yep and on that note i think i need to go sire for an hour straight um yeah that's a good call that's a good idea yeah so okay you're gonna wrap up so yeah i'm just gonna cover the google topic real quick and then wrap the show yeah So for 
Thank you for having me. No, it's um, an absolute pleasure having you on. As always, go to smpy.tech Paul to find out all yes. of his information. Uh, it's got his Twitter, it's got his Twitter, and it's got his Twitter. So it's got everything I've you'll need. I've started posting occasionally on Twitter now. <laughs> oh, did so you? That is actually finally good. Did you really? Um, I haven't done it. I this feel so I bad. I should, I should turn on. I haven't posted this week, apart from maybe a reply to some tweets I've seen. Um, I should turn on post notifications. I, have, I your... do post every few days, or had done, because uh, I was actually trying to um, do the odd bit. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. You were posting on Twitter. You lost two. You lost three tweets. Two of them are uh, Snappy Deck related, and then the third one oh, yeah. is a retweet of a Razor tweet. This is really, really quality posting here. Yeah, I'm, I want to get back into Twitter, and I keep trying to go on Twitter, even if it's just to flick through other people's tweets, favourite more than just the um, people I've got that actually get the push notifications for, Yeah, um, and trying to reply to some uh, of their tweets. Uh, not much, but I'm just trying to get back into it, because I used to sort of be on Twitter quite a bit, uh, and I just missed those days, the good old days. Awesome. So thanks for being on. Yeah. Make sure to check him out. Okay. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, talk to you later. See Peace. ya. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, let's quickly cover, cover the Google News. And I say quickly because this is going to become the sh- longest episode of the Snappy Tech podcast ever. Um, so Google's Pixel 2 event has been officially announced as being October 4th. Uh, the Pixel 2 will look like the thumbnail image I showed you. I can pull up the image as well, right here to show you. Or can I? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. I don't think I saved it. Oops. Let me pull up the thumbnail. This is why. Uh, this is why you prepare this stuff beforehand. By the way. Um, so yeah, the Pixel Two will look kind of like the S8, but flat. Um, it's expected to have an 835 processor, Snapdragon. Um, the small one is being worked on by HTC, with the big one being worked on by LG. Um, and basing on the LG V30, which I just want to say is great. I love that news because the LG V30 is the other phone I'm really thinking of buying right now. So that will be great to see. Uh, but yeah, other than that, look out for October 4th for the Google event. Uh, they called it... I forgot what it was called. They, they called the event... Um, uh, hang on. So they, they, they released a promotional video, um, which uh, was interesting in the sense that it was a bunch of you know questions being asked to Google about their phone. Uh, it was called the Ask More of Your Phone. That was one. Ask More of Your Phone. Get it? Ask More, because it's got Google Assistant. Haha, <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> but yes, that's coming October... Uh, yeah, October 4th, which is in, like, two weeks uh two weeks and three days next week will be a drinking episode by the way uh paul and i will probably be drunk uh because it's my birthday next sunday which is when we're live so you're gonna it'll be a fun it'll be fun uh it'll be it'll probably be light on tech news and heavy on the alcohol and the humor um some of it will hopefully hit but most of it will probably miss um because neither of us are really that funny so if you do want to join us for that it is Every Sunday at 8 p.m. British Summer Time, um, so come join us for that. It's great. It's fun. It's got all of us talking. We've got people on, and it's great. So just do it. Go to smpy.tech/live to join us for any live event. Um, 
which is usually the podcast, but is occasionally something like an Apple live stream, as we did earlier this week. Go to smpy.tech slash podcast to subscribe to the audio version of this podcast. Go to smpy.tech slash uh, iTunes if you have an iOS or Apple device in general, and it will bring you up in iTunes, and you can subscribe there. And yeah, it's 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 come join us. We are talking every week about the tech news, and it's great. It's fun. We have some great guests on. We will see you next time. Or will you? You will, because you better be over here. Ooh.